Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. In this episode, we are going to cover what's been going on in Canada in our house. Um, Quite interesting, quite fascinating, all this stuff that's been going on, but we're going to try to cover stuff from uh, start to finish uh, in the the last couple days, um, just in case you haven't been um, watching on on, uh, TV. But before we get going, I'm just going to mention a couple of our sponsors and uh, get that out of the road, and we'll get into the podcast. So our first sponsor is... Love My Legs Own Sound Grey Bruce. Love My Legs Own Sound Grey Bruce. Just click on the link below. It'll take you right to their Facebook page. They have three different sizes of waistbands, and they are the only lifetime guarantee in the business. So go on over to their Facebook page and check them out. Our second sponsor for today is He Shirts, She Shirts. T-shirt, she-shirts, head on over to their website, check out what they have to offer because they are more than just a t-shirt company, okay? All right, so we're going to get right into the podcast and starting off with how this all happened in our, in our house where uh, Anthony uh, Rota, the house speaker, actually praised a individual from Canada, and he had no idea, I guess, what his background was, but we're about to find out. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. So I'm not going to play this. So I'm not going to play this too much farther. Um, they actually gave this individual not one but two uh, standing ovations, and um, I'm sure that you've probably heard within the last little while that this gentleman was in fact a uh, Nazi. So this gentleman that has been living in Canada for all this time. Um, him along with, I think, between two and 4,000 uh, Nazis, I guess, escaped. And, uh, well, not escaped, but they moved from uh, Germany over to Canada at the end of the war. And uh, they've just kind of lived out, lived out the last 70 you know, years of their lives, basically, and uh, try to keep a low profile. But uh, this gentleman here... He lived actually in the speaker's writing, and that's one of the things that the speaker was saying. Um, so another thing that the speaker also said, he uh, said this the other day. On September 22nd in the House of Commons, I recognized an individual in the gallery. I regret my decision to do so, and I accept full responsibility for my actions and read my statement here. And, of course, he, uh, he put that on his, uh, on his Twitter feed. And... 
what I uh, when I'm watching stuff here, they are like there's Zelensky. It's the same day Zelensky was here. It was Zelensky, Trudeau. There's uh, Karina Gould in the background. She's uh, right, right there. She is uh, clapping away. There's Christia Freeland. She's over there as well, right behind uh, Trudeau, clapping away. In regards to this uh, Nazi that's in the gallery, and uh, this gentleman is right in the middle, uh, bottom middle, and uh, his last name is Hunka, and uh, Euroslav Hunka. Anyway, he's right in the middle. Anyway, this is what's been going on, and uh, of course, in the House of Commons the other day, uh, there was a lot of questions, a lot of lot of stuff blowing up. So uh, right after Anthony Rada told, did all this and, and introduced this guy and they gave him a big standing O, after he found out the guy was a Nazi, Trudeau, of course, wasn't even there the other day. After this occurred, for two days in a row in our house, he wasn't even there. But he did come forward uh, in, the, in the reporters and uh, a gag of reporters, and this is what he had to say. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, the speaker, speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Uh, I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating Yom, or commemorating Yom Kippur today. Uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast and unequivocal support for Ukraine, uh, as uh, we did last week with announcing uh, further measures to stand with Ukraine in uh, Russia's illegal war against it. Like, I don't know what in the hell he is talking about when he's saying that uh, about Russian interference and stuff. I have no idea what that's all about, but you can figure that out when yourself. I have no idea what he's talking about. Not a clue. Anyway, the other day in yeah. the house, this is what Pierre Polyev had to say when he asked him some questions in regards to all this this fiasco. Honorable leader of the opposition. Question was for the prime minister. Because indeed, it is the prime minister's sole responsibility to guarantee the diplomatic success of major world leaders who come to this country. It is the Prime Minister whose government is responsible for both security and diplomatic vetting of everyone that comes in close proximity of a foreign leader on Canadian soil, particularly a foreign leader who is at war. The government has now admitted that they vetted everyone who was in attendance uh, that day. Will the Prime Minister apologize? They vetted everyone but one, obviously for having vetted this individual and letting him come anyway. The Honourable Government House Leader. Mr. Speaker, like all members of this chamber, I am... You almost have to get really close to your TV set because Karina Gould, she whispers when she gives answers. Meanwhile, the house is massive. If you've ever been in the house or seen the house, it's huge. And she's just whispering. It's, uh, it's kind of bizarre incredibly disappointed in the fact that uh, this individual was invited, as you yourself, Mr. Speaker, have confirmed by you, was recognized in the gallery 
I found out just like every other member in this house at that time that this individual was present. Uh, this is deeply embarrassing for us as parliamentarians, as Canadians, and it is something that I think all of us take extremely seriously, and I would ask my honourable colleagues not to politicize this moment. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Speaker. That's rich. Not politicize it. Meanwhile, the day before, they're, they're celebrating a Nazi in our, in our House of Commons in Canada. It's, it's ridiculous to say don't politicize this. This is political. This is like global. Everyone knows about this. Even like India, had a, their reporters are going crazy about this stuff. It's all over, the, all over the internet, all over the mainstream media. It's crazy. And she says not to politicize it. Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Mr. Speaker, the Prime Minister is responsible. He is in Ottawa today. He can get on his feet and answer for his massive diplomatic embarrassment and shame. That minister admitted that the government vetted every single person that was here for the speech. That was the job of the government, which has an entire security and diplomatic apparatus set up for that purpose. Will he finally take responsibility for his latest embarrassment and apologize to Canadians for this massive The Honourable Government House Leader. Mr. Speaker, as a descendant of Jewish Holocaust survivors, I am personally very hurt by the fact that this chamber recognized this individual. And I am sure that everyone... And Karina Gould, of course, uh, was talking about her parents and uh, like her grandfather and her great-uncle. There's a picture of Karina, of course, with... Uh, Anthony Rada, right there, and uh, there's Christina there, and there's the, I think she was holding his hand, I think, but uh, that's an interesting photo, anyway. Feels the same way in this chamber. The Parliamentary Protective Service had the appropriate screening in place to ensure the security of last Friday's event, and that is what I was referring to, Mr. Speaker. But what I can continue to say is that we all must take this seriously because it is hurting many communities. Honourable uh, Leader of the Opposition. It is the job of the Government of Canada, the Privy Council Office, which is the Prime Minister's personal department, the Prime Minister's security forces in the RCMP, to vet every single person that comes within proximity of a high-profile foreign war leader who is involved in a very difficult conflict right now, it was the job of the Prime Minister to protect that foreign leader from this massive embarrassment. If the Prime Minister failed to have vetting in place, then that in itself is a massive act of incompetence. Will he take responsibility and apologize for that? Mr. Speaker, I would again ask the Leader of the Opposition to not politicize this issue. He knows just as well as everyone else in this chamber that the decision to invite this individual was yours, Mr. Speaker, and yours alone, that you did not inform the government or the Ukrainian delegation that you... Josh, you're saying it's the Speaker and the Speaker alone who invited this individual, so, you know, bring on the, the school bus because... Someone's about to get run over here. 
you were inviting him or that you would recognize him. You made that public yesterday. The Leader of the Opposition knows that, and I would ask that he sticks to the facts. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Yes, very good. Leader of the Opposition. Well, if the Prime Minister is so proud of how he conducted himself, he would be on the floor in the House of Commons today. Canadians are sick and tired of a Prime Minister. Two days in a row. Honourable members, that uh, the presence in the gallery, all MPs have duties in the chamber and outside. I just want to remind them that referring to their presence or absence is not uh, allowed in the rules. The Honourable uh, Opposition Leader, please continue. Mr. Speaker, Canadians are sick and tired of a Prime Minister who never takes responsibilities That's for right. the things that happen, happen under his watch, whether it's the record high inflation or interest rates or the doubling of housing costs or the constant international embarrassments. He always finds someone else to throw under the bus. Are you that person? Oh, yes. I believe he is that person. Mr. Speaker, I know the Leader of the Opposition doesn't want to rely on the facts, but the facts in this situation are that the government had no prior knowledge that this individual was being invited, nor that he would be recognized. And if they go back and recall what happened on Friday, they will see that it was indeed the Speaker of the House that recognize this individual. We, will all, we were all caught off guard. It's deeply embarrassing to this parliament, but to Canada. And I ask... She continues just to say the same, the same thing over and over and over again as people ask her questions. And uh, the next person that's going to ask her a question is uh, Andrew Shear. So he's going to ask Karina some questions as well, and you'll hear her answers here. For Regina I was Speaker when the government changed the law to ensure that the House of Commons Security reported to the government. That was done for very specific reasons, Mr. Speaker, one of which was the fact that the House of Commons itself doesn't have the resources to do comprehensive vetting and background checks. That is why the change was made. Nobody believes that it's up to your office to do comprehensive background checks. There's only one entity yeah. that has access to CSIS information and RCMP intelligence. How did the government let someone who fought for the Waffen SS into this chamber? How is that even possible that uh, the Waffen SS Nazi officer even got into our house? How is it even possible? Mr. Speaker, I have tremendous respect for my colleague opposite. He was the Speaker. He's the House Leader now. He knows how this chamber operates. He knows that the Speaker has prerogative for who they invite to the Speaker's gallery. The Parliamentary Protective Service followed all screening protocols to ensure the security of the event on Friday. Nevertheless, neither the government nor the Ukrainian delegation were aware of that individual's presence until he was recognized by the Speaker. Those are the facts. Thank you. The Honourable Member for Regina Capel. Mr. Speaker, it's the government that is politicizing this issue for refusing to accept their responsibility. There is only one group of individuals who have control over who has access to a foreign head of state. A head of state who is fighting for his country's life against an illegal invasion by Russia. 
And the Prime Minister has a duty of care for that entire visit. Now, now the government house leader is trying to change her tune and say, yes, there was information gathered, list was gathered, but vetting wasn't done. What's the point of gathering a list of invitees if they're not doing any background checks? The Honourable Government House Leader. Exactly. Exactly. Mr. Speaker, let me continue to lay out the facts for this chamber. It is a fact that that individual was not granted access to neither the President of Ukraine nor the Prime Minister of this country. He was specifically invited by the Speaker of the House, who did not make either the Government of Canada or the Ukrainian delegation aware. We all found out at the same time when he was recognized in the chamber. We are all deeply embarrassed by this. It has embarrassed Canada, and we must reiterate our strong support and allyship for Ukraine. So once again, she just says the same thing over and over and over again. So the next person that's going to ask her a question is Michael Barrett. He uh, asks her some questions again in the house here we go time and time again this prime minister and his liberal house leaders say i had no idea it didn't involve me time and time again they should be saying something like this i know nothing, nothing. pretty much it right and this liberal prime minister <laughs> fails in his duties to canadians and has someone else take the fall this week it looks like he's going to come to you speaker and ask you to leave and to take the garbage out with you on the way out. Is that really what this government wants to show to Canadians? The Honourable Government House Leader. Mr. Speaker, again, that Honourable colleague would have seen your statement yesterday, heard your apology in the House today, where the Speaker confirmed that this was his decision and his decision alone to invite this individual from his riding to acknowledge him in the gallery. We were all caught off guard by this. We all stood and applauded because we were led to believe that this was an individual who he was not. And that is something that hurts all of us and embarrasses all of us, but there was no prior knowledge from the government. Member for Leeds, Grenville, Thousand Islands, and Rideau Lakes. Canadians expect better than incompetence from their government, and that's what they continue to get. Dozens of questions for this Liberal Prime Minister, and he refuses to stand up and take responsibility for an international embarrassment that lays solely at his feet. And his government house leader, these Liberals continue to stand, and they want someone else, they want the Speaker, to take the fall. Canadians deserve better. We know that. Why don't these Liberals know that Canadians deserve better? Right. The Honourable Government House Leader. Mr. Speaker, again, I would invite my colleagues on the Conservative benches to rely on the facts that you have laid out, both in a statement as well as in an apology to this House, that it was you who decided to invite this individual, that you decided to recognize him in this place without informing the government or the Ukrainian delegation or indeed any parliamentarian. I think we are all profoundly hurt and embarrassed by this as are Canadians and we need to take this seriously, not politicize it because we need to make sure that we are bringing Canadians together during this day. Once again, right, she's like, let's not politicize this. Like, give me a break. Of course it's going to be politicized. It's a, it's a Nazi in our 
House of Commons, for God's sakes. And no one vetted this guy? No one knew this guy was going in the house? Like, give me a break. Anyway, after all this happened, of course, and they're all saying about throwing uh, Anthony Rhoda under the bus, well, guess what happened the other day? Here we go. I'm going to show you. In case you didn't hear. It's with a heavy heart that I rise to inform members of my resignation as Speaker of the House of Commons. It has been my greatest honour as a parliamentarian to have been elected by you, my peers, to serve as the Speaker of the House of Commons for the 43rd and 44th Parliament. I have acted as your humble servant of this House, carrying out the important responsibilities of this position to the very best of my abilities. Okay, so that's uh, Anthony uh, wrote it the other day. He resigns, of course. He got thrown under the bus, and he gets to resign because of it. But who's in charge of that ship? Who's steering that ship? And who's in charge of the Liberal Party? That's a fellow by the name of Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada. He didn't show up twice at the House to answer any of these questions. And I don't know about you, but you ever heard the old saying about the captain going down with the ship? The captain is in charge of everybody on the ship, and he's in charge of all the cargo on the ship, if there's any, and plus he's in charge of the ship. It's his responsibility. It's not the first mate, second, or third mate. It's the captain. He needs to know what's going on. Trudeau's the captain. Leaders need to step up. This individual is not stepping up. And for me... Personally, I look at that and I think, you know what? It's not a good leader. If he's not going to step up and answer some questions at least or take responsibility for things. So here is, uh, I think, Melissa Lanceman. This is from yesterday because uh, she missed the, the day prior. So this is the day after, of course, and Anthony Rhoda has already resigned. Here we go. For Thornhill. The Speaker of the House took the fall, and the Prime Minister continues to blame everyone else. A full-blown international embarrassment for our country, for our allies, and for everything this nation did to defeat the Nazis. An actual Nazi invited to the House of Commons, welcomed and celebrated as a hero, and a government that vetted everyone here. The PM has called Canadian citizens Nazis. Will he muster the courage and stand up on his feet today and take Take responsibility. Unfortunately, Trudeau wasn't here either, so he can't even stand up and answer these questions. So it falls on Karina Gould again. Here we go. You got to get real close because she whispers when she talks. Feel the deep embarrassment and shame of what happened on Friday. Had anyone in this house known what the speaker was going to do ahead of time and who this person was, I am certain that not a single person would have stood in this House of Commons. But the fact of the matter is, and my Conservative colleagues know this, 
that neither the Prime Minister, nor the government, nor the Ukrainian delegation, or any parliamentarian in this place knew ahead of time. It was the Speaker's decision. He's taken responsibility, and he has resigned. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Member for Thornhill. The minister who is now whispering was louder when she also painted Canadians as Nazis, and she can't bring herself to apologize for an actual Nazi this government vetted. Worse even, she tried to strike it from the historical record of this house as if it never happened. A descendant of Holocaust survivors distorting the Holocaust. You should be ashamed of yourself. I don't know how many... Exactly. Exactly. Just a reminder for all questions and comments to be through the chair. The Honourable Member for Thornhill, you have about five seconds left there. How many times I'm going to have to ask this Prime Minister for an apology that he is he has slandered, dishonored, and embarrassed Holocaust survivors, but I think two times is too too many. Yeah. The Honourable Government House Leader. While the member opposite tries to personally attack me, I will actually stay focused on the fact of the matter is, and she knows this as well as every other member in this house, is that it was the speaker who decided to invite. She continually uh, whispers, and it's very hard to, like I said, very hard to hear her because she. If you've never seen her in the house, go check her out sometime because she whispers. Or watch my video, of course, if you're listening to it uh, on one of the podcasts on uh, Android or, or iPhone. Uh, go to YouTube and check out my uh, uh, my video of, of her. It's unreal the way the way she speaks. It, she's like whispering. But um, anyway, my last video I'm going to show you is of um, uh, Pierre Polyev. He comes out and talks a little bit. Uh, I think it was yesterday, in regards to uh, what was transpiring after all this business in the house. So uh, hopefully he can shed a little bit of light on it here. He speaks a bit of French here, but hopefully I got to the point where he's done speaking French and he's going to start uh, speaking a little English. Here we go. For his actions. Et si il n'a pas vérifié, After eight years of Justin Trudeau, everything costs more, work doesn't pay, housing costs have doubled, crime, chaos, drugs and disorder are common in our streets. Starting with inflation, it's the worst in four decades. Interest rates are rising faster than at any time in Canadian monetary history. Housing costs have doubled. The rent has doubled. Mortgage payments have doubled. Down payments needed for the average house have doubled. Double trouble after eight years of Trudeau. In Canada, where it now takes 25 years to save for a down payment, the same time you used to pay off a house in. And it's more affordable to buy a castle in Sweden or Scotland than it is to buy a home in Toronto or Kitchener. That's eight years of Justin Trudeau. Eight years of Trudeau, and violent crime is up 40%. And now, in addition to the rising costs and rising crime, Canada's reputation is broken. This is, by far, the biggest 
hit Canada's diplomatic reputation has ever taken in its history. And it happened under Justin Trudeau's watch. He chose to invite President Zelensky to Canada. He chose to have him on the floor of the House of Commons. He was therefore responsible for ensuring that that visit was a success. And all of the agencies that are supposed to protect a foreign head of state in our country, the RCMP, CSIS, Global Affairs Canada, and the Privy Council Office, all report ultimately to one man, that is Justin Trudeau. And who is the one man who is in hiding today? Justin Trudeau, hiding under a rock, unwilling or unable to defend his conduct on the floor of the House of Commons. If he is so blameless, why was he not in Parliament yesterday or today to explain his conduct? He was in Ottawa, but he was in hiding. That is the mark of a man who doesn't take responsibility and is not up to the job of Prime Minister of Canada. Thank you very much. All of you got up and clapped. Shouldn't all of you have to stand and apologize? Shouldn't no. you, Mr. Polyev? Absolutely not. Why not? Because what we were told is that we had a Ukrainian veteran. There are Ukrainian veterans who fought both Nazis and Soviets. There are many proud Ukrainians who are against both fascism and communism and all other forms of socialism. Sitting on the floor of the House of Commons with less than a millisecond to do any vetting, what would you have us do? Open up our phones and do a Google search on this person whose name was suddenly and spontaneously mentioned? Exactly. Like the reporter asked a question, well, shouldn't you all apologize because you all should have known? Well, no. How the hell is everyone supposed to know? These people should be vetted when they go into our house. They're supposed to be vetted so you know everyone knows what's going on. Unbelievable. But anyway, um, I'm not, not sure how you feel about the the whole Nazi in the in our in our house in Canada or not. Put it in the put it in the description below in in the comments. Um, let me know what you think. Pros, cons, good, bad, ugly. Let me know what you think. Um, I know what I think, and uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy that uh, this is even allowed to even happen in 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 Canada, let alone anywhere else in the world. Um, like I said at the start of the podcast, there's been about uh, between two and four thousand, I believe, two to four thousand Nazis that came from Germany to uh, Canada after the war and honkered in in Canada and just kind of lived out the rest of their lives and no problem at all, just eased right in um, but for this to occur in our house of commons it's, uh, and it's an insult I believe to uh, Canadians an insult to uh, all the families descendants of uh, all the 45,000 Canadians who lost their lives in World War II it's a um, slap in the face to these people um, as far as I'm concerned but that's just how I kind of feel about it um, leader needs to take charge and responsibility the leader needs to step up and if he cares about Canadians like he always says he does uh, he needs to do the right thing he needs to step down he needs to resign he needs to uh, step off of the Prime Minister's job because he's not even close to the challenge 
of being the prime minister of this fine, fine nation. And uh, all the things that he's done proves it. Anyway, thank you very much for checking out my uh, podcast. Uh, all the people that have subscribed, please like my channel. Uh, much appreciated. Helps in the algorithms. And subscribe if you already haven't subscribed because uh, any future videos you get notified immediately when you hit that little bell. So hit, hit the little bell. Uh, much appreciated. Um, I'm found on Rumble. I'm also found on any podcast applications, Apple, Android, um, social media. I mean, social media as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that, all that fun stuff. Anyway, like I said, thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Hope uh, this podcast has kind of caught you up to what's transpired in the last couple of days in Canada here. You'll probably see a little bit on social media. You may or may not see stuff on mainstream media. Not sure, but there are a lot of people like myself doing podcasts that, uh, that throw this kind of content out there for people that maybe don't see see stuff all the time so anyway listen have yourself a great day and until next time everyone we'll see you next podcast cheers this episode sponsored by he shirts she shirts go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca just type in the letters tsa the surge effect when you check out type in tsa for your coupon and receive 10 percent off your next purchase Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.